Father God, we lift you up. We give you all the praise and all the honor. You are so worthy, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for what you did for us on the cross, Lord Jesus. Lord, and we, we, we just want to thank you so much for that, Lord. We praise you, Lord Jesus. Lord, our words are even not enough to express our gratefulness, our thankfulness, Lord. And just for the amazing person, amazing thing, amazing, incredible thing that you've done, Lord Jesus, and who you are. We lift you up and we praise you, Lord. Father God, we welcome you here. We pray, Lord, for your will to be done tonight, Lord, that you speak through me, that you use my words to speak through me, Lord Jesus, that I will be sensitive to what you want to do tonight, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Lord. Praise you, God. Awesome. Grab a seat. Hey, church, how's it going? Thanks, band. Hey, so for those of you who don't know me, I'm Bex. Um, you may have seen me up here doing some singing, but today they've actually let me um, loose with words that are not written up on the screen. So let's see how that goes. Um, so to start off with, um, also words that have been up on the screen. Um, I really love doing spoken word. It's a thing that um, I really, it gives me a chance to I guess paint a picture with words, help people have a 3D experience of what I'm trying to say. So to start off with, I have written you a spoken word. Um, This was actually written a couple of months back, um, and when I was asked to preach, um, I was looking through going, oh man, it would be really cool if I had something like a spoken word to, to share, flicking through my book, and oh look, this is here. Thanks, God. You're awesome. So I'm going to start. So listen to this. I'm going to do it at the beginning, and I'm also going to share at the end as well. So it'll give you a chance to really soak into it. Okay, here we go. I will trust. When my heart yearns for things I cannot touch, I will trust. When what is in my hands seems like not enough, I will trust. When the things around me seem far too big, I will trust. When I cannot see the end to a journey, and I will trust when an ending comes far too soon. I will trust. When I feel stuck with the walls closing in around me, I will trust. When change feels like an ally, ally, and when it feels like an enemy, I will trust. In the middle of a heartache, I will trust. In the midst of overwhelming fear, I will trust when there seems like there's no hope at all. I will trust in the no's and the not yet's and the I don't understand. I will trust and give back the control. I will trust in the trials and the gut-wrenching pain. I will trust that I will see the light again. I will trust that even though I cannot see you moving right now, I will trust that I will see the beauty in my redemption again somehow. I will trust that what is seen is made from the unseen and that you see it all. And that at your word, the waves rise and they fall. You move the invisible and the visible alike. And by faith, I will see your sovereign might. Though my human eyes see only what is in front of me, your divine eyes see the victories laid out for the generations beyond me. I will trust in the bigness of a God who is not contained by time or by how the world tries to confine. I will trust 
that there is strength in my hands, momentum in my steps and power in my words because of the one I choose to trust and push into. I will trust. I will trust in you, my God. I will trust in the faithful one. I will trust. And as I lay these hopes and dreams at your feet, I will trust that as I cry out, it is my soul that you meet. You hear far more than the words I form with my mouth. You hear the words breathed out by my spirit. And you meet me with joy to quench my weary soul. You know me, Lord God. So every day, no matter how heavy or light, and even though there are days with you, I do fight. I will trust. So if you hadn't figured it out by now, the theme is trust. I said it enough. Hopefully you've got it in your brains. Um, So actually, it's quite fun. So God, each year, gives me a theme for what... I guess the journey that I'm going to go on for that year, and my theme is trust. Um, Each year it's a bit different, and this year it was a bit ominous when you get given a word that makes you think, oh yeah, I'm going to have to be in places where I have to trust more. Awesome. What's going to happen, God? I'm so excited. Um, So this year, it's it's actually been a year of re-examining old disappointments and reshaping my faith. Um, I've had to redefine what my faith looks like in the face of the gut-wrenching stories that I hear when I work with the children that I'm counseling. And trusting that regardless of what's happened, what I hear, what's happening in that day, that God's big enough, that he's strong enough, that he's sovereign, that I can look to him and it's going to be okay. So if, um, if writing... Essays for the last four years has taught me anything, then it's how to take a word and redefine it before you go back and write an entire essay about it. So we're going to put a word, words up on the screen, hopefully. They're going to be there. So the Oxford Dictionary, there he is, right. The Oxford Dictionary defines, slow down, right, defines trust as a firm belief in the reliability, truth, or ability of someone or something but I want to pull it apart a little bit more. So what does firm belief stand for? What is it? What's defined as? So firm. Firm is defined as having a solid, almost unyielding surface or structure, showing resolute determination and strength of character, decided upon and fixed or definite. Belief. Belief is defined as acceptance that something exists or is true, having a confidence. So I was reading through those, and I thought this sounds quite similar to another word. And that word is faith. Faith is is defined as complete trust or confidence in someone or something. There's a solidness to trust. There's a knowing. Trust is an action. It's a decision. Having faith is having unyielding, resolute trust. So this year, I needed to learn to be decisive in what and what and who I put my trust and faith in. See, if I say that I have faith in God, then trusting Him is the visible action of my faith. 
So what does unyielding, resolute trust look like? Is it trusting God and regardless of what's going on in the physical? So for Abraham, it was trusting God's promises. So we're going to put up a verse so you guys can read it as well. So Hebrews 11, verse 1 to 12. And our faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. This is what the ancients were commended for. By faith, we understand that the universe was formed at God's command so that what we see, or what is seen, was not made out of what was visible. Down to nine. By faith, Abraham, when called to go to a place he would later receive as his inheritance, obeyed and went, even though he did not know where he was going. By faith, he made his home in the promised land like a stranger in a foreign country. He lived in tents, as Isaac and Jacob, who were heirs with him in the same promise. For he was looking forward to the city with foundations whose architect and builder is God. By faith, Abraham, though he was past his age and Sarah herself was barren, was enabled to become a father because he considered him faithful, he who had made the promise. And so from this one man, and he was as good as dead, came descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and as countless as the sand on the seashore. Abraham's life did not look like he probably thought it would. See, things weren't solid. They didn't feel permanent. The dude lived in a tent for most of his life. Um, And his wife was old and he was old and as good as dead. And yet he sees these amazing things happen. And some things he doesn't see. Those are for the generations following. And yeah, he wavered in his trust too. You can, there's an entire chapter about how he wavered in his trust. Um, But um, if you study his life, he's a map that leads right back to the God who is trustworthy, a God of his promises, a God who makes the unseen visible. God's promises usually have the effects that reach far beyond just the bit that we're trusting for. Abraham wanted a son. He became the father of nations. The lives that God calls us to lead present us with a challenge to have resolute determination and trust in his ability to make good for those who love him. Just like Abraham, it means that we will be called into the places that we, by ourselves, would never choose to walk into. It means being uncomfortable. It means not seeing the fruits of the seeds that we've planted for many years, or even not in our lifetime. But trusting that if, if, if it's God's will, then they will fruit. It means surrendering our will to the one who's not bound by time or the limitations of our physical world. See, my world doesn't look anything like I thought it would. And I've journeyed through situations where I struggled, and I struggle to understand why things have and haven't happened. I look around um, my friends, and I see things that I think would kind of represent being grounded. I see them married. I see them with children. I see them having houses and careers. And I look at my life and my life is very different from that. It's still amazing and I'm still blessed, but it doesn't look like what I thought it would look like. And see, yeah, my life is still full and I am blessed. But for all of us, there are parts of our lives that don't look like what we thought they would. It doesn't mean that it's all bad, but it's, but it's not what we thought. True, yeah? See, maybe it's a job you didn't get. 
Maybe that relationship didn't work out. Maybe it's the loss of a loved one. Maybe it's things that you just don't understand. We're in a world that is in so much turmoil and so many things are happening that we don't understand. It's the world we're in. We're not immune to the ups and downs of life, to the dangers of life, to the changes of life. I mean, some of us have even been called to move, not even knowing where we're going, just like Abraham. He went even though he didn't know where he was going. And in the physical, maybe for some of us, it looks hopeless. I I still do have times where I've been angry and disappointed and impatient with God when things didn't happen the way I thought they should or in my timing. And I sometimes am a bit of a control freak, so it really does my head in when things don't happen the way that I think that they should. I didn't trust that he knew my desires and needs more than I do, that he knows me better than I know myself. He knows that what's in store for me actually goes beyond to the generations beyond me. See, when I said that I trusted my God with everything, but when the tough stuff happened and things didn't happen the way I wanted them to, I was quick to let my emotions and feelings dictate the way that I was feeling and the way that I trusted God or if I trusted God at all. I needed to decide to trust him, not just feel like I trusted him. Sometimes we have that feeling and like, yeah, Jesus, I trust you. And then you get out into the real world and the really tough stuff happens and it's hard to see a way to hold on to something solid. See, there has to be an unyielding acceptance and confidence that I can trust my God through anything, that he's faithful to his word, just like he was to Abraham. So the next um, Bible verse here with Abraham again, but in a different thing. I just loved studying him. It was cool where he popped up and just the faithfulness of God through him. I'd never really looked at it this way before, but I'm stoked and I'm glad that I'm able to share this with you. Okay, so Romans 4, verse 18 and verse 20. Against all hope, Abraham in hope believed and so became the father of many nations. Just as it been said to him, so shall your offspring be. Yet he did not waver through unbelief regarding the promise of God, but was strengthened in his faith and gave glory to God, being fully persuaded that God has the power to do what he had promised, being fully persuaded, having confidence, unyielding trust. Now faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. Trusting in the fact that God has called all of creation into being. Everything that we see has been created out of the unseen and called into being. That thing just blew my mind. Like to think that everything that we see at one point didn't exist. And at God's word, when he spoke, it came into being. Whoa, like God, wow, awesome. Um, So if we understand that, that our physical world is at God's command then for me, I know that I can trust that when God promises that something will happen and he promises that he is who he says he is, then the, and even if my human eyes don't see him working and I don't see the fruit, I can trust that my God is a God of his word, that he's worth being worth trusting. He's a faithful God. So what does it look like practically? Well, Um, Paul Cargill said that I was being old school today. So I'm being old school today. I'm going to pull this over here. I've got the whiteboard. Hopefully people can see. And I have to turn it around. I'm being my own lovely assistant. 
I drew you a picture. This is a picture. And as I look at it, I realize that he's missed leg day because he's um, quite tiny on the bottom there, but that's okay. This is a person, if you didn't figure that out. So I actually drew this picture for um, a bunch of the year 13 girls that um, I went and spoke to them about uh, life changing when you leave school. And I've adapted it a little bit, um, but it's quite a good way of being able to take a different perspective on your life and actually see in solid form what things are looking like, what's the reality for you. So if we're talking about foundations, then we're talking about things that are changing. So we have here... Hopefully my spelling works. We have the external. These are the things that are going on around you that you have no control over. These are the things, say, you lose your job, those kind of things. Life's changing and you don't have any control. Things that are outside your control. So you can write that in if you want to. You draw a picture, do that kind of thing. Then there's this. The internal. What's going on inside? What are you thinking? What are you feeling? What are your hopes? What are your dreams? What are your disappointments? That's what goes in there. So uh, also on a side note, I'm a counselor, so this is like my thing. So sorry if it's, but it's for me, it's helpful. Um, So yeah, understanding that's the internal. So those are things that you may actually have some control over changing. Some of it you may not, but that's it. And then we've got this one. This is the important one. It's your foundation. What's not changing? When everything else, when all of this, when the internal and the external is in turmoil, when it's, things are changing around you that you don't know what's going on, you don't understand, things that are out of your control, things that are in your control, what's not moving? What's solid? What are you grounded in? What do you have solid, unyielding trust and confidence in? I want to encourage you that that can be God, that when the rest of the world is in turmoil, when you're in turmoil, when things aren't happening the way that you want them to, this. So you can write in the promises that God has for you, the character that God has, that it, like who he is. That's enough to know that you can trust him. Putting these in, he's a faithful God that you can stand on and trust But actually, maybe sometimes it's not a picture. Maybe you need to do something physical. So for me, what I did is actually I went away for a weekend um, by myself, which is kind of funny because I don't like to be alone. But I went away anyway. There was a lot of things in my world that were feeling really stuck, feeling like they just weren't changing. And I really needed to show God that I was serious about wanting to see change in my world. So I went away and I prayed and I fasted and I was actually at Rakaia Beach and they've got these massive stones. And so I wrote on each of these stones the things that I was believing for, things that I wanted to change, um, things that I didn't understand. And I, each, each time I prayed, I'd pick them up and I'd pray for them and I'd sit them back down again. And then at the end of the weekend, I went to the beach And I stood on the water's edge, well, as close as I can on the water's edge. If anyone's been to Rakaia Beach, it's terrifying and it's notorious for washing people away with freak waves. So it was all very dramatic. Um, And I threw each one back into the water. And that was my physical symbol of me throwing it back to God's feet. 
throwing it back to God and saying, I trust you with this. I've prayed over this. I've claimed your promises for this. Now it's back to you, God. And there's a real peace that comes with that. And whenever I'm feeling really um, unstable, feeling like things aren't really happening or things are happening too much, I can remember that. I can see myself standing on that those waters. Uh, well, not in the water because that's not a wise idea, but it's near the water, throwing it back in. But actually, maybe, like me, it was a bit terrifying standing on that water's edge. And maybe for you, it's a bit scary to trust God with some of the things that you carry. That's okay. It's totally a real thing. But what would it take for you to trust him? What would it take for you to ground yourself in him? What would it take for you to throw them these things back at his feet? I want to encourage you to, like I said, look at the character of God. Look at the promises that he has for you. You can trust him. He is a trustworthy God. He is a faithful God. He is a God of his promises. So now, as I close, I'm going to read you the spoken word again. Really listen to it this time. Not that you weren't the first time, but you know, you always pick other things up when you're in it. Anyway, right. I will trust. When my heart yearns for things that I cannot touch, I will trust. When what is in my hands seems like not enough, I will trust. When the things around me seem far too big, I will trust. When I cannot see the end to a journey and I will trust when the ending comes far too soon, I will trust. When I feel stuck with the walls closing in around me, I will trust. When change is an ally and when it feels like the enemy, I will trust. In the middle of a heartache, I will trust. In the midst of overwhelming fear, I will trust. When there seems like there's no hope at all, I will trust in the no's, in the not yet's, in the I don't understand. I will trust and give back the control. I will trust in the trials and the gut-wrenching pain. I will trust that I will see the light again. I will trust. Even though I cannot see you moving right now, I will trust that I will see the beauty in my redemption again somehow. I will trust that what is seen is made from the unseen and that you see it all. That at your word, the waves rise and they fall. You move the invisible and the visible alike. And by faith, I will see your sovereign might. Though my human eyes see only what's in front of me, your divine eyes see the victories laid out for the generations beyond me. I will trust. Though my human eyes see only what is in front of me, your divine eyes see the victories laid out for the generations beyond me. In the bigness of a God who's not contained by time or by how the world tries to confine, I will trust that there is strength in my hands, momentum in my steps, and power in my words because of the one I choose to trust and push into. I will trust. I will trust. In you, my God, I will trust in the faithful one. I will trust as I lay these hopes and dreams at your feet, and I will trust that as I cry out, it is my soul that you meet. 
You hear far more than the words I form with my mouth. You hear the words breathed out by my spirit. And you meet me with joy to quench my weary soul. You know me, Lord God. So every day, no matter how heavy or light, and even though there are days with you I do fight, I will trust. Wow, awesome. Thank you, Bex. That's really good. Um, for those of you who don't know, my name's Jono, and um, we're going to come to the Time Bound Night tonight where we have our Life Talk panel. Um, so this is your chance to text in any questions. The number's up there on the screen. So, you know, there was a, there was a lot in that. So if you want to, you know, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me, um, unpack a few, few questions that you might have following that, send through a text and we'll try and get to it. But just to start down the end here, we've got Josiah, we've got Jess, and then you've obviously heard from Bex. Now, We'll, we'll get to you in a minute, Bex, but can you guys just tell us a little bit about who you are and what you actually do, why you're up here? And... Why am I up here? No, that's cool. Um, I'm Jess. Uh, I work at Optometrist. Yeah, cool. Um, you may have seen me on the worship team here. I do youth leading as well, so that's cool. I'm Josiah. Um, I'm a theology student at Laidlaw, and I lead a young adult life group and some youth leading boys occasionally. And just listen to Jono and do what he says. Yes. <laughs> Love it. That's my favorite part about you, man. <laughs> so that's real cool. So, Bex, you mentioned it really, really quickly um, a couple of times in your message there around um, the fact your work as a counselor. Um, but I thought it'd be cool for those, for people who don't actually know, what does that actually entail? What do you do? And, you know, kind of how does that work for you on a um, day-to-day basis? Yeah, so uh, I work mainly with children. That's my my area. So I do a lot of play therapy, art therapy, creative therapy. So it sounds a lot like you end up just playing with kids all day, which is kind of what I do. But at the same time, I'm seeing kids. They don't. You don't come to counselling unless this, this is something that actually you need to talk about. You need to work through. And for kids, a lot of the time, it's stuff that they actually haven't had a control over what's happened. Um, so it's some, some pretty horrible stuff that that we sit with and I have to sit with them in it and it's a, it's a privilege to be able to be with them and actually show them that they um, are worth listening to, that they have a voice, um, that, that another adult, even though the rest of the world uh, has seemed to have come against them and wants to hurt them, that there's someone here that can actually offer them love and um, yeah, yep, that would be my job. Wow, so in, in relation to what you shared around trust, how does that actually work for you in your role as a counsellor? Like, what do, you have to, what do you find your biggest struggle is when it comes to trusting God? How does that work out for you and, as a counsellor? Yeah. Uh, well, I am with a child for 45 minutes for a week, once a week. So it's not long. Uh, so a lot of it is actually trusting, one, that God is with me in the room, that his presence is there, that he loves this child more than I do. So therefore, actually, I know that God is working in... Um, the atmosphere around this child as well, and that I can trust that as I pray, and actually when, at the end of the day, you can feel pretty heavy carrying all of this stuff, so at the end of the day, um, I actually have a process of um, handing it all back to God, and trusting him with my clients, trusting him that, um, like I said, that he loves them even more than I do, and therefore he can be working wow. even when I'm not with them. Wow, that's awesome. Look, um I don't think I could do that, but that's, that's pretty cool. So a big, a big kind of theme of what you were talking about, which I loved, was the idea that trust is, is more than a feeling. 
but it's actually a, a decision that you have to make, and that, that really ties into the whole theme of I have decided um, trust is um, – what? how did you put it? It was – it was, is it faith is the, the visible action of trusting in God? Yeah. I think it's so cool. So, oh, did I get it there around the wrong way? Okay, so trust is the visible action of faith yeah. in God. So it's, a, it's an action and a decision that we've got to make every day. Um, so I suppose to, to throw you guys on the spot, what are the, the decision of trusting God? For you guys, is that an easy one or is that one that you have to work at a bit more? It's super easy every day, no, no problem. No. <laughs> um, yeah, I think if anyone claims that they, they've always trusted God and they're sort of like probably just lying to themselves or you, I don't know. It's like it's, it's not an easy thing to trust something that is by nature invisible to us. Um, we, we can't really, like we can't always trust our spouses or our parents, let alone like an invisible creator who we get through a 2,000-year-old book, you know. Um, so it's, of course, it's not easy to trust God. Um, but if it was easy, it wouldn't really be trust. It would just kind of be like good economics. It would just be like, this makes sense, so do it. This is the way and, and, and everything. It's like with, in a, in a relationship, even when it's hard, love is going, we're still in this. Trust is going, we're still in this. Even when it doesn't make any sense, even when you're like, but my career and travel and all these things that I want to do and my dreams and, and all of that's in me, so I know that is, is real. So you kind of, you're trusting yourself a lot, but can you trust yourself? We can't always. Eventually, you kind of have to get a place of, I might as well trust this God character. Yeah. I think, like for me anyway, if something big happens in my life, my first go-to is like, God. Like, um, and as sometimes, you know, when things happen and then you're like, it couldn't get any worse. But like something always gets worse. Um, but it's a funny way to look at it, but I'm just like, because it's an excuse to push into God further. Like, mm. if I wasn't going to do that in my normal everyday life, then I'm glad that this has made me come to God. Um, so in that way, yes, it's easier to trust God because that's something I've built in my life. But then saying that, I think we could learn to trust God in the little things more. Like, when it was the last time that we trusted God in the small things and just, like, just like trusted him even with our emotions. Like, if we were feeling stressed about something... Being like, no, like this has no place here. God, I trust you in the small things as well. So, how about you, Bex? Um, I think yes and no. I mean, I shared that actually sometimes there's a disappointment. Like you pray with faith and you pray that God's going to change this thing, and it maybe doesn't necessarily happen, or it doesn't necessarily happen the way that you want. There's a sometimes it it is hard and there's a real stretch to your faith that, um, and I know that's definitely for me, um, a huge part of it is the stretching. There needs to be a grounding to that. Otherwise, if I get stretched, if, if things start to move and it's like, you know, you get blown away by the disappointment, by the sorrow, by the, the looking around your world and believing that it's going to change and maybe it doesn't, there's like that, that trust, that grounding that you need to have, that foundation that no matter what else is happening in this world, that God is solid, that he's actually outside of our physical world. So we can trust that. Yeah. Someone sent through a question. I'm just going to um, kind of rephrase how they've worded it. But it's basically saying, you know, trusting God is, is essential. But where's the balance between just trusting in God and also seeking him for an answer 
to situation because we know that God wants to wants to speak to us. He wants to, you know, commune with us and, and stuff. So where's the balance, I suppose, of going, I'm trusting God, but I also really want an answer to the situation. So, like, I don't know, for you guys, have you, have you dealt with that? Or, um... well, I um, had my example of the rocks. That was me um, making a change, doing something different rather than just being like, oh, God, it's not changing. But actually, we're not powerless. God hasn't, um, he doesn't say, great, I've sorted it. Now you just chill out and have fun time and I'll just work. Like he has given us the power in our words and and um, the authority to speak into the things unseen as well. Um, and so, yeah, like with the stones, I was there. I was praying. I was, well, praying and fasting over it and then handing it back to God. And it doesn't mean that I don't still pray and fast over it. There's, there's an action that's part of trust. Is, that's the action to it too. Cool. Anything else? I think um, sometimes, like I've definitely been through times where I'm like so frustrated. I'm like, God, I want to hear from you about the situation or I want to hear from you where I'm going in my life. And sometimes the answer isn't like a sentence or isn't like you're going to do this in your life the answer is kind of like what he reveals inside of you. Like, so you, like, you go through things and everything that you go through, you learn something from. And it's like, you may not find that answer. You may kind of discover it on your way, but you only discover it because God did that work inside of you. And it's like not just finding a yes or a no, but it's finding actually who are you intending me to be in my life and how are you bringing me through this? And, even if I don't hear an answer, I trust in you that whatever you're doing right now, even though it seems like crazy, that it all makes sense in your plan. And, um, but yeah, we can't understand his purposes. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Um, touching on the, the idea of you, you do your, your, your picture of external, internal, and then foundations. And I think it's really cool, you know, foundations and, um, so, so for me, right, a, a, found, a foundational truth that I build my life on is that my identity is in Christ, right? So my, my identity is in, is in Jesus. And then that means that when everything, you know, when I go through, through life and face things, I know that my identity is in him. So for you guys, what are some, I suppose, foundational truths that you've accepted and, and how do they play out for you guys in your life? Um. I think as as a Christian, I'm going to use theology language for a second, sorry. Um, you've got in, in theology this idea of dogma and doctrine, and doctrine is kind of like the negotiable things between churches, so it's like how we do communion, how we do worship, should guitars be on stage, can the pastor wear skinny jeans, that sort of stuff. But dogma is like like the foundational stuff of the non-negotiables, um, and so it's stuff like the virgin birth, and God is omnipotent and omniscient, like all-knowing, all-powerful, that sort of stuff. Um, but in a modern world, that doesn't really hold up either, especially for like postmodern young adults who are like, everything is questionable and nothing is sacred. Um, so with my journey of growing up, with my journey of exploring my faith, it didn't take long for that stuff to splinter. Um, and I think what Paul said resonated with me heaps this morning is that we don't actually trust a belief system. We trust a God, a living God. And that's like simultaneously the best and most frustrating thing about this Christian walk is because there's this this essential humility that has to come about from it because you you can't puff yourself up and build up walls of belief and dogma and doctrine and and ideas and prayer power and spiritual gifts and all of that stuff 
Um, because, like, before Jesus, we're just children. We're just these, like, completely unknowing. And if anyone's delved into theology or studying, like, belief and stuff, it's definitely the more you know, the less you know. The more you, you, know, the more you learn, the more questions you have. Um, and so there's this, this crux where the Pharisees come before Jesus and they say, we know this stuff, do you know this stuff, we know this stuff. And he just goes, if you're not like a child, it's never going to happen. Um, you're not actually going to get anywhere. And in that context, being like a child is just knowing that you're a child, is looking at the world with wonder and with humility and being like, uh, um, let's hang out, Jesus. Like, um, and so that's, that's the point we have to kind of stick at. And that's the point of relationship with Jesus is what we have to know. Um, but in that, saying that, we're also trusting our experience of our relationship with Jesus. And so in the end, it's just like, I don't know, maybe it's the best of God. Like, I have, to, I have to trust that there's been these experiences in my life that have been supernatural, not just me imagining stuff. Um, yeah. Just to try and filter that down a bit. Yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah. for you, for you, so the question yeah. was, um, for, like, so what's something for you then, and, and so in light of that, yeah. as, a, as a foundational thing yeah. that you kind of build your life on? A foundational thing now is, through all that, um, that God is God and God is good. Right, that's awesome. in the end all we can really lean on. Cool, man. Yeah. Just give him everything, the good and the bad. Um, that's where I'm at. Like, whatever part of my life I'm going through, I'm like, God, I just give you everything. And I'm just really honest about it. And I'm honest about it with God, but I'm also honest about it in my relationships with people too. And I'm like, hey, I'm going through this and it is hard, but... I'm choosing to trust in God and just knowing that those who plant in tears will harvest in shouts of joy. And it's like, even if you're in the midst of the darkest place, God has given us all like the gift to be thankful for what we do have and thankful for who he is. And if we can do that, um, then we can have that faith and that hope in God because we keep our eyes on him. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. We're well and truly out of time, but feel free to keep firing through those questions. But can we give these guys a, a hand and thank you guys so much. If the